What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and Skyping with me tonight is Videolander Ryan Smith. Thanks for joining us tonight, Ryan. Hey, man. Good to be here, buddy. To all of our listeners, welcome to episode number 440. Tonight, we'll be talking about our thoughts on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier finale, but first, I want to remind everyone that you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude which means we're uncensored, so please proceed with caution. Also, we'll be talking about everything Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Heavy spoilers, so again, please, please proceed with caution. All right, Ryan, do you have your scorecard in front of you? Uh, I do, I do. How many predictions did you get right? Uh, so I got, I got nine right. You got nine right? I did. I thought I had eight. I got nine right. Fuck you. I thought we were tied at seven. <laughs> I can't wait to find out what was different between us because I thought we were tied. That sucks. Yeah, I know. I did, I did too. But yeah, as I ran through it again, I'm like, oh shit, I got one more. This will well, be fun. Fuck you, man. I got seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> How many did we have total? Well, well, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry. I got eight. I got nine right, but then my wild card was wrong. So okay. Eight, so your wild card fucked you, huh? My wild card fucked me. Yeah. Those are dangerous, man. You gotta be careful with those wild cards. You just can't sling uh, them I around. <laughs> I thought mine was shoeing though. Yeah, that's what we all say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I got seven. I got seven right, and uh, I had a bet going on with Seth, and uh, our scorecards were just a little bit different than yours. We had a few extra bonus points. By the way, I shit the bed on the bonus points, dude. <laughs> But for the Facebook uh, scorecard questions, I got seven correct. Okay. Yeah, that's what I got. That's yeah, that's and this good. is the, and this is the second time that Seth has beat me, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, and what's, what was his what was his prize for for winning? Black Widow ticket. <laughs> 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 so I owe him another Black Widow ticket because he won the Wandavision scorecard. Yeah. Pretty soon, I'll be taking his whole fucking family to see Black Widow. I was going to say, man, you're going to have to rent a bus. <laughs> Dude, do you want to go see Black Widow, Ryan? Because maybe he'll take you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think this is going to his head? Uh, yeah, I don't know. He'll never admit it, but yeah, sure, probably. Yeah, that little <laughs> bastard. He, so last time, I, I didn't give him a Black Widow ticket, obviously, because they're not for sale yet. I just gave him 10 bucks, mm -hmm. And uh, he said he gave it to his church. Oh, well, again, get a bus to the church and go see Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll let him use the church bus to take all of his uh, fucking family to go see Black Widow. Because he's probably going to beat me on the, he's probably going to beat me on the Loki predictions as well, right? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Will uh, Black Widow come out before Loki ends? No, because Black Widow's coming out in what, July now? Yeah, and we have about a month uh, before Loki. Yeah, I don't know. They probably. I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know how many episodes Loki is. That's a good question, I think. Is it going to be nine like WandaVision, or is it going to be like six? You know, like Falcon and yeah. Winter Soldier. I kind of hope it's six. I kind of like this longer episode format. Yeah, so did I. 
I will tell you this, though. I think this is the last time I'm going to do bonus questions. Because it just gets too confusing when I'm trying to figure out the, the podcast points versus the group points. Yeah. You know? So, I think yeah. for, for Loki, I'm just going to come up with a scorecard with no bonus questions. And then everyone's on a level playing field, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you no bullets for the but keep the wild cards, though, right? Yeah, we'll keep the wild cards. But, like, this, uh, these bonus points just for Seth and I. It's fun for the yeah. podcast. You know, in the heat of the moment, we're like, hey, here's a bonus question, you know. But uh, when yeah. you're trying to break it down and, and keep track of points, it's just, I'd rather the whole group be on a uh, level playing field. I think that's probably the best way to go, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. Plus, plus you keep getting fucked by them, so. <laughs> I know, dude. The <laughs> bonus points or the bonus questions, I think I got one right out of, I think, like uh, five or six bonus questions. Yeah, so you beat me, Seth beat me, and I'll, I'll say this, dude. I had a few ballsy predictions, but for the most part, I think I played it safe. Did you feel like you played it safe at all for, or for the most part? Well, yeah, for the most part. I mean, the, some of the ones that I got wrong, I, you know, you look back, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, why did I... Why did I go out on a limb? Yeah. You know, but the, one, the only ones I went on a limb with are the ones that I lost. You know, if I had just totally played it safe, then... But for the most part, I feel like I did. Yeah, and I'm cool with the ones that I didn't uh, get correct. For the most part. For the most part. Because, you know, when they when they yeah, do... Yeah. When the show does something good, even though it didn't line up with what I thought, you know, hey, that's how it goes. You know, that's how it goes. But uh, were your expectations in check? Uh, you know, I feel that my expectations were in check. Um, I feel like I had reasonable expectations based on the marketing that they gave me. We went on that roller coaster ride of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As far as like predictions and theories and all that stuff, I mean, WandaVision was off the rails. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one was, you know, played it way more just straightforward. So. I think going into the finale. I think I had my expectations in check, especially after WandaVision, man. And look, I know this wasn't WandaVision, but I at least wanted a few surprises. And I think that's probably why I went out on some limbs, you know? And I thought Marvel was going to throw us a few uh, swerves. You know, I I figured they would throw a few swerves at us. But I think this finale was as predictable as you can get. Do you agree with that? No, I very much agree. I feel like they had, I feel like they thought that they had one or two big twists, but everyone, even if even if you didn't necessarily think that they were going to happen, you were not surprised when they happened. Yeah, exactly. There's one that we're going to talk about specifically that, you know, when it happened, it's like, oh uh, yeah, I knew that was going to happen, but it, then it sucked. The surprise sucked, I thought, but we'll, we'll talk yeah. about that. Um but I guess, you know, that's not all bad uh, when uh, when a show is predictable. It's not all bad. You know, a good show is a good show. I don't need every yeah. show to swerve me. Just tell me a good story. But I, but I yeah, feel yeah. like but I feel like with this and with WandaVision, there were some really, yeah, there was some cool shit they could have done, but they yeah. didn't do it. And that's getting frustrating. And I'm sure, I'll, you know, yeah. I'll talk more about that later tonight. But Ryan, what's your just your quick thoughts did you like the finale? The, uh, the finale was okay. Like, it was it was okay. I would say overall, like, 
what I was delivered was all right. It was less, it was definitely below my expectations. I think um, it's the worst episode of the series. Don't you agree? the scores in front of me like I did last time for WandaVision, but it's pretty comparable based just off of memory looking at it a couple days ago. The finale for Falcon and the Winter Soldier was, I think, uh, like 55, 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. And if you remember, WandaVision was rotten as well. I think right now, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think it's at, uh, it's above rotten now, but not by much. It's like 65, 66% for the finale. And WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, the, the series score on Rotten Tomatoes is, is, is pretty strong. It's just when you yeah, yeah. get to the finale. And I agree I with know. both those scores. It's like, I, I think that Marvel's having a hard time closing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Grand idea. Uh, I won't say grand ideas, but a lot, so much potential in their stuff. And then only getting, you know, like, yeah, when he gets to the end, they're only getting like halfway there, and I don't know what their deal is. I, yeah, I don't know what the deal is. But it, overall, it, though, you enjoyed it. Overall, it's it, it, yes, it was pretty good. I haven't look. I haven't run back. I mean, I've seen every episode multiple times, but I haven't run through the whole series again. Which you know, sometime soon I'll do. Um, but I mean, this was when I walk away from it. This is this is. Marvel at best. Did you like it more or less than WandaVision? No less. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm right there with you, it sounds like. I Overall, I really did enjoy it. And you know, it's hard to hate Marvel because they have world building and polish down. You know, like yeah. they, they cracked the code. You know, even when it's just meh, it's still better than half the shit out there. Like, I'll take... Exactly. I will take this last episode, this finale, over anything fucking yep. CW pumps out. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. But even though I have my issues, uh, the stuff that was good, I think was really good. Uh, but I thought there were some yeah. things that were forced. I thought there were some things that needed ironed out. I thought some people, and I think you're going to agree with me, got the short end of the stick and got left uh, with their dick in their hand um, with, with nothing to do. And uh, I think the show probably could have used another two or three episodes. And I know this was longer than WandaVision, but I think it really could have benefited from a a few more episodes. Yeah, I agree, because they had, this is a show that had a few too many threads. Like, they had a few too many storylines, and they really didn't capitalize on, on any of them. And I... For, for a show that ended up being six hours long, I, I almost feel like a two and a half hour movie would have given me more. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, they have to get better at closing because I think that that's where they're really failing, for me anyway. And I know a lot of people a lot of people really like the finale. I mean, there's some things to like in it. But I think, I think this show, this show, I think its biggest issue with the closing... Is that, I mean, they, they tied up, like they tied 
made up everything. But to be honest with you, I think I think the biggest issue with it was that when we got to the end, I hadn't, I didn't feel like I really knew. I didn't feel like I really knew anyone that well. Like I still, even though we spent a ton of time watching Carly and the Flag Smashers and all of this stuff, I still, I just still didn't. Aside from Sam, I just didn't feel like anything, like everything tied up, but it didn't feel satisfying. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. I actually, I honestly think that the finales um, was more a disappointment with the show's ability to really connect me with these storylines um, meaningfully. Yeah, I agree. But, All right, there's yeah. a lot to talk about, so let's uh, go through the scorecard. And you said you have yours with you, right? All right, let's go through the scorecard and talk about the things that we got right, the things that we got wrong, and uh, we'll just kind of review the season finale through uh, the scorecard. Sound good? Yeah, yeah. yeah All right, yeah. I'm going to throw the bonus questions at you and see what you would have said, okay? Sure. All right, so uh, looking at the scorecard, question one was, will Mephisto show up? Now, look, you know, I was trying to be funny with this one. We knew that Mephisto wasn't going to show up. If anyone thought Mephisto was going to show up, I have some Oceanside property. You know, I'll sell you after the podcast in my back, in my backyard. <laughs> okay. But uh, again, I did want a few surprises. Not Mephisto. You know, I didn't think Mephisto was ever going to show up. But again, there were moments in this and in WandaVision where I thought they could have surprised us. Especially with their post-credit or their mid-credit scenes. I think they're just, uh, they're, they're failing there too, I think. So I'm just just throwing that out there. I hope in the future one of these shows gives us some surprises. I didn't need Mephisto to show up, but I wanted some, a few surprises. Is that is that wrong? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a good way to frame kind of the, the point yeah, that you're making. It's like, yeah, exactly. We didn't expect Mephisto. But the point is, some a, l- a little bit of, uh, well, yeah, a, a, some kind of surprise. Something that's a little bit out of left field. Yeah. Would have been nice. Yeah. And by the so, way, I got that I, I got that prediction sorry. point right. No no Mephisto showed up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was there anything else you wanted to add about that first question? Nah, nah, we're good. <laughs> All right. That was the warm-up yeah. question, you know, to get us into it. <laughs> For sure. All right. The next question was, will Steve Rogers, Captain America, show up in the finale? And I said no, so I got that point right. But as I said in the prediction cast, it would have been nice to see Cap. You know, he's Bucky's best friend, so if he's alive, you'd think that there would be some kind of interaction, a visit to the nursing home, or a phone call. You know, it's just one of those things that just makes this universe shrink for me. You know, and and I get it from a technical level. Why uh, Chris Evans, why Steve Rogers isn't in the finale, or in the series, but for me, it just makes sense that he that he would show up and that he would be in the show or at least start the series with the death of Steve Rogers. I don't know, man. You know, he'll probably show up in Captain America Four. So I again, I get it, but it just makes sense the character would would be there for his friends, Bucky and Falcon. So what did you think, man? Should uh should he have been in the finale? What'd you say? Well, I mean. First of all, obviously, I, I, I said no also when I got the point. Yeah. Um, but I I was I was definitely expecting to get an answer or at least um, 
it's not a direct answer, but a strong indication of where where he was or what he did. Like my assumption would have been, even if we don't see him, that uh, yeah, yeah, that either he died or that after he he said his goodbyes in Endgame, that he went back to whatever ultimate reality he came from. Yeah, you know. Um, and I thought we were going to get that answer because this is the show to give that answer. Yep. Like, why would you? Why would you not give an answer in the show versus any other property? Well, you know why? Because right after the show was over, we got that announcement that we're getting a Captain America four, and I bet that's what they're bringing him him back for. It just makes sense. And remember, remember a couple months ago, Deadline reported that Marvel was in talks with uh, with Chris Evans. And a lot of people were like, they're going to bring him back as Johnny Storm, uh, Hydra Captain America. You know, there's all these different rumors going around. Or that they're going to do a show with him returning the stones. And right. nothing's still an awesome idea. Yeah, I think so too. And nothing's confirmed, but I bet you anything, if they can snag him, and they might have already, I bet it's for Captain America 4. Yeah, and, and to be to be fair... I, I would understand that because if you got people that don't necessarily watch the shows, the movies are still the tentpoles. Like you got if you're gonna be you're gonna do MCU stuff, you gotta watch the movies at least. You know, I agree with that, sense. but man, they did huge things in this episode. Like they made Sam Captain America. Mm-hmm. So if you're not watching the shows, he shows up, yeah, you yeah. know, in the uh, red, white, and blue, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. And that's tricky, though. That's tricky, though, right? Because if you're Marvel, you you want to still be able to make movies and make a billion dollars. And you don't want people yeah. really to, to think streaming is where it's at now and not go to the movies or not be excited about the movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I... Yeah, I don't... It, it is going to be interesting. I don't know how Marvel... How Marvel really looks at their streaming properties... Uh, you know, as, as far as how essential they are, because hey, you know what? We got we got Professor Hulk off screen. That yeah, seems like a big deal. That was just off screen in the movie. You know. Yep. Um, you know, so having Sam show up in Captain America four after getting the shield at Endgame, I think everyone assumes at the end of Endgame, oh, Sam's going to be Captain America. So if you jump, got all this stuff, just go to Captain America four after watching Endgame. Like, oh, I buy that. Sam's Captain America now. You don't have to see it all. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. So I'm just saying, you can save things like that last Chris Evans cameo for a movie, but I personally think it would make the most sense to have it here. Yeah, or give some closure, which was a bonus question that I threw at Seth. Ah. And so you said that Cap wouldn't show up, though, right, in the finale? Correct. So you yeah. got that point, so... And you just answered the bonus question because you said that you thought there would at least be a little bit of closure. Yeah, yeah. And so I lost that one because I said the same thing. I thought there would be some kind of closure, like maybe in the news, right? Like, today at the age yeah. of blah, 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 Steve Rogers has died or something to that effect. Exactly. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so I, I lost that one as well. I lost that one, yep. All right, uh, next question. What's in the box? What's in the box? Yeah. I said Sam would get the costume from the comics, and that was the that was yeah. my bold prediction. Yeah. But I almost said that he was going to get the energy absorption suit because, dude, let's be honest, he needs that shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Doesn't he? A hundred percent. Yeah. 
he even says, like, I don't have super serum. Like, the only power I have is that I believe we can do better. And I'm sorry, but that ain't going to fucking cut it. <laughs> Not enough. Yeah, if you're going to yeah. be fighting against the big three, you need a suit that can do something like the Black Panther suit. And I'm really surprised that they didn't uh, that they didn't give him something like that. I, I know that kind of takes a little bit away from Black Panther because that, that suit... That suit's unique to him. But come on, dude. Falcon needs that hookup. He needs that uh, kinetic energy absorption tech. Or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm really shocked that they didn't go into any details about this suit. Yeah, it's nothing. It's still ambiguous. He just showed up, and he was in it. Yeah, I mean, we, we assume the wings are vibranium, and that's all we can assume. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah, which is crazy. So, I, obviously, I got that one right. Also, I said new suit and wings. And, some, and I said with some cool Wakanda tech. Which is correct. I mean, it's from fucking Wakanda, so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was I was very surprised that they didn't that they didn't show off the suit and it does and I don't know if that means that the suit doesn't have cool tech that Sam does that Sam doesn't know it has cool tech. Or if it just doesn't have any cool tech. Well, there is tech on the suit, and the suit is from Wakanda, so it is Wakandan tech. So, yeah, you did get that one right. Yeah, I mean, it's right. But, that's you know, the spirit of it was super cool Wakandan tech. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was kind of sloppy, though, especially the huge buildup where he didn't open the case. Yep. And then I was expecting, I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting him just... You know, within, like, I guess two minutes just to fly down in the suit without any explanation of what the suit does. You know, that, that was very surprising to me. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't need it. I don't need it to say anything. It's very easy to show what the suit does. Yeah. But apparently the suit doesn't do anything. <laughs> what I saw. Yeah. Like, seriously. Like, his visor can do, like, heat vision, but he could already do that. Yeah. He did that man Yeah, so, it's just really weird that the Wakandans didn't give him... Something with a few Anything. tricks up its sleeve, you know? Like they just made an America suit, which feels weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that is, that is really strange, isn't it? Yeah. Here's your um, American suit. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 feel, it definitely, it, it feels like it was a commission job. Like, <laughs> very specifically what he wanted. It does, dude. <laughs> it does. It's like... Which is really weird too, though, because you know we uh, going into this, and we're going to talk about this here uh, in a few questions from now. But what if he decided he didn't want the red, white, and blue? Right. <laughs> I don't know. I guess for today, like for that night, he's going to have to deal with it. Yeah, I hope we find out in Captain America Four, like it, it, it can change colors, or it'll it, maybe it can suck his dick. You know, it needs to be able to do. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be able to do something. <laughs> That he actually had protective headgear, but he just didn't notice it. Yeah, something, right? Yeah, if anyone needs a helmet, it's him. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was just really strange. Uh, did you like the suit? Because it's the suit from the comics, which I'm a big fan of, but there's something about it in the show, and maybe it'll grow on me, but there's just something that's off, and I can't put my finger on it. Well, there's something, I mean, here's the thing I keep, that's the thing I keep seeing. Everyone's like, oh yeah, it's, it's comic accurate. And I'm 
And it will. I don't think it looks that great. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And we know it will because they tweak, like, every suit in the MCU. Absolutely. Yeah, they always make them different. Yeah, and they're going to have more money for Captain America 4, so I don't know what those adjustments will be. Maybe Maybe it'll just be made out of better material or... You know, I don't think it's just the suit, though, either. I think that it was the cinematography... Uh, combined with CGI, and there's just some shots that I thought made him look small. Did you get that at all? Well, here's the thing. I, yeah, and I think you mentioned this to me before. I, I, Anthony Mackie's not, he's not a big guy to begin with, I don't think, but um, I thought that the suit, I don't think the suit made him look taller at all. I think it did make him look a little bit bigger, a little bit bulkier. Like his silhouette. I like his silhouette. I like the way it makes his body look, but he still looks small yeah. I agree with you 100% yeah I don't know if that's just how they filmed it or or what but and then he does yeah. have some of the most heavy CGI scenes which I wasn't a huge fan of not not horrible but again just yeah. like with WandaVision you could tell the kinks in the armor by the finale yeah. which was really strange because that first episode where he's yeah. flying from helicopter to helicopter I thought that was some badass Man. shit I thought it looked amazing, so I don't know if it's because it's uh, CGI and, and heavy night shots that it didn't look as good, but there were some shots that stood out to me, you know, with him in his suit, him flying around, so I'm sure that didn't help any, making him look cool. Yeah, I, re- I, yeah, I really do think that a lot of the color, the colors in the last episode were very bold and very bright and very contra- high contrast, you know? I mean... It's just heavy reds, heavy blues, dark, rich, like inky blacks, and then bright white. And it's weird because the whole show's not been like that. So our last episode has definitely looked, to me at least, it looked different. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think it did as well. I agree. Yeah. So. All right. uh, Next question was, will Sam take on the Captain America name? And, and look, dude, I'm glad that he is Captain America, all right? 100%. It, it makes sense. It's, I think it's the right narrative choice. And I, I know you're going to agree with me on this. It couldn't happen to a better actor. Anthony Mackie loves this character. I think he's a great role model for kids. He just comes off like a super cool dude. Um, I got this one wrong, <laughs> okay? I got this one wrong, too. Ah, uh, because you know, like you, uh, you said something in the comments on Facebook about it just depends on the message that Marvel wanted to send, and you know, with Isaiah saying the stuff that he was saying, like no self-respecting black man would wear the suit, and then we already had Cap, you know, and that in his legacy, so it made sense to me that okay, well maybe maybe he's gonna change his mind and go with Uncle Sam or American Falcon, I don't know, right? Something. And uh, if they did it right, it would have been great. But as it stands, I think it was the right choice to make him Captain America. Um, I did lose this point, but I'm glad I lost it because Captain America was the way to go. What did you say? Yeah, I mean, I said no. I said he, he wouldn't take it. I mean, honestly, it was a flip of a coin. Either he takes it or he doesn't. Yeah. Um, but I knew I knew that ultimately uh, it it would kind of be the same. Where Sam's going to forge his own path, and whether that means he forges it with the Captain America legacy and like takes takes 
that legacy in whatever direction he wants to, or he just says, okay, hey, Captain America had a good run. That can end there, and I'm going to start my own thing, and, you know, whatever. Um, but, no, I didn't. I ultimately didn't think he would, he would take it. I thought he would just forge his own path as his own identity. Um, and I would have bought. And I would have bought that, though. I would have bought it. Yeah, I would have bought it. I would have bought it too. Um, but you know, as it stands, honestly, I didn't care either way. Um, and I think, again, I think that Sam is probably the best successor as Captain America from a from a character standpoint and from a just core of who Captain America is or how he's supposed to be. Sam is a a compassionate good person yeah more so than almost anyone else uh in the mcu and that's why cap gave him the shield yeah and that's exactly and that's uh and so that's fantastic i mean i really i'm super happy that he is also and but uh yeah but i i didn't i didn't necessarily think he'd take the title yeah i wasn't i wasn't for sure but I'm, i'm super glad he did but he needs some superpowers he needs that suit man i know dude he needs Black Panther's suit. <laughs> he's, got to, he's got to have something. Yeah, I like, agree. Here's the, deal. Here, here's the deal. He can be as ideological as he wants to be. Like, maybe he's great, but that was the other thing about Captain America, Steve Rogers. He was also a good leader because he was a good person. He could make he could make good decisions, and maybe that's Sam's thing. But I mean, the Cap could also just handle himself. Like and look, Sam seems to be able to handle himself just fine, but he still can't. Come on, man, he can't get thrown off a building. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> when you're okay, when you're yeah, going up on. again against the big three, you know you're gonna need something, yeah, man. You're yeah. gonna need something. At the end of the day, I'm glad he's Captain America. It was great yeah. to finally see him in the suit, even though I think it needs tweaked <laughs> um, or or something. Yeah, it needs some work. Yeah, and it it wasn't a a, a perfect transition from Falcon to to cap it, it was really good i thought some things were forced yeah. you know i thought his speech yeah. was a little yeah. forced okay did you think his uh transition or his arc was forced at all a, a little bit a little bit and you know it's look look we're getting you know we're, we're getting into some some sort of sensitive grounds mm-hmm. but i think there's something that really kind of bugged me a lot about the show is that but it still works thematically, but it still kind of bothered me, is that I feel like Sam was his own worst enemy when it came to taking on this thing. Like, yeah, he talks about the judgment that people, is like, I see the judgment right now, and I'm like, I, I don't know that I buy that. I didn't get the sense that anyone would have objected to him yeah. keeping the shield and moving forward. I feel like the only people that have an issue with that that we met was Isaiah Bradley and Sam which I don't know I just I I never got the sense from any other characters even just the world around him that anyone would truly object you can make the assumptions and the show look the show makes a lot of assumptions about how people view the world right now yeah um and just assumes that you think this, you know, that everyone thinks that, oh, this is how it is. But I, I, I just don't know that, I just don't know that Sam would have met with that much opposition. He would have met with some, 100%. Some, yeah. Um, but 
it, I don't know, the show did a really bad job to me of showing me what Sam was up against. Yeah, I think that some of those, I think some were forced. I think uh, there was one or two stereotypes forced. Too many. Yeah. Too many. I half expected a Karen to call the cops on him when he took the name of Captain America. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Then look, and that's the rough part. You know, I I say, you know, the show didn't really show me enough of Sam's personal, you know, hurdles to get over. Just to be honest with you, Sam seemed like he was in a pretty good position. I I mean, like the government didn't hate him. He was doing contract work. Everyone respected him. You know, it's like he couldn't get a bank loan. Yeah. Okay. But, I, I, you know, I didn't see it. And, and here's the thing. I can complain about that. But then, you know, you start throwing things. And then I would complain and I would go, oh, now we're just going to show some. Like, that, like, look, the cop scene, that's a trope at this point. Yeah. I understand why it's in there. I get it. But the execution of that scene just came across as, like... I don't know. It, it's tr- it felt like a trope. Yeah, no, it, it did. <laughs> it felt like a tired, like, hey, you want a real quick racism example? Here you go. Yeah, and like, you know the stuff that worked for me was the stuff with Isaiah. That stuff worked for me personally, but like, yeah, some of the the other things that happened, like he couldn't get a bank loan, the uh, the interaction with the cop, you know, there was a few other ones too, and then yeah, what he, the the speech at the end, some of it just felt a little forced and it felt like they were just checking the boxes and i felt like you know you know what i felt what was going to happen i figured the finale was going to end with falcon dating some fat white chick you know <laughs> because they just had to check the box <laughs> Exactly. He doesn't seem to have a lot. 
lot of the real issues presented to him personally that are stopped that seem to stop him from taking this. And I was like, it just seems like the Sam that I knew would have been like, yes, here's my chance to remold this legacy. Yeah. And he, but he spent the whole episode being like, I don't know. I'm worried about basically I'm worried about what other people think of this. And I'm not sure what I think of it, which is his whole arc and show. Yeah. So, and it, and it goes back to where I thought they, I thought they might swerve us. And he wouldn't go Captain America. I, I thought that was a, you know, I thought that could happen. And like you said, it just depended on the messages that they, they wanted to send. And uh, yeah, so, yeah, I didn't, yeah. yeah. And so I didn't get this point. I, uh, I lost this one, but I'm glad that he's capped. So I agree. I agree. He's a great cap. Yep. All right. Next question was, will Sam and Isaiah have another scene together? What'd you say? I said that they wouldn't. Uh, I said, uh, I said that they would not see each other in person, but that uh, at the very least, Sam would reference him. Uh, would I? I thought that Sam would was pre- present the idea of the story that Sam went through to the pub to the public, or you know, make reference or something like that. But I didn't think they would meet again. I actually thought that um and the scene did happen where i thought sam would address the public and isaiah would see him addressing the public and would get his closure by seeing this young man on television you know moving forward and whatever and that isaiah and his son would kind of share that moment and that would be it i didn't think he'd go back i certainly didn't think that he would somehow in like two days, convinced the Smithsonian to make a gold statue out of my face. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it's ridiculous. It's kind of the it's kind of the running gag to me. Is this whole show? Sam keeps promising people things that he can do for them that he can't do for them. Like I can get you a pardon. I know people. Maybe I can get this place supplied. Let me talk to somebody. I'm yeah. Like, well, isn't that isn't that weird? Isn't it weird? He can get uh, a pardon for Sharon. He can get a statue yeah. made for Isaiah, but the, but he can't get a fucking bank loan. <laughs> you know. And, and, here's, and again, we've talked about this. He doesn't need to get a bank loan. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's the funniest thing. And at the end, he's just like, "Hey, maybe we could just call our friends and family and fix the boat." Like. Yeah, well, that's that's weird too because that contract work that he was doing in episode one—how much does that shit pay? I would wager enough to fix the fucking boat. Oh yeah, dude, he's not getting paid. He's not getting paid fifteen bucks an hour to do secret ops missions. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen bucks an hour. No, I thought that statue was funny too. I really didn't think about it until after you said something. But yeah, you're you're so right. Like, they've been working on the RoboCop statue for, like, what, 10 fucking years in Detroit? <laughs> he get one day as Captain America, and he gets a statue for Isaiah. Very strange. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and, and, by the way, I, they, there was a uh, you know, YouTube video that did a freeze frame on the, the, the text that was in that exhibit. And he totally just laid everything out. He even, told, he even says on that thing in the Smithsonian that they issued a fake death certificate. So people now No know shit? I didn't know that. that. Isaiah, yeah. So people know that Isaiah Bradley 
he's alive. He's like, dead. Is the government gonna gonna go capture him and then do experiments on him now? That yeah, that's kind of fucked, isn't it? Because he didn't want yeah. that to be known. He even said that. Like he might be at yeah, the end yeah. of the day, he might be like, okay, cool. I was wrong. I'm a bitter old man. Everything that's happened to me, and rightfully so. Maybe he came around and was like, you know, okay, he's going to do the work, you know? He's going to do the work, and he's going to be a good Captain America, but he, I still don't want fucking people to know who I am. Right. Like, I still have a life to live here. Now, people know, I mean, maybe he doesn't go by Isaiah Bradley. Maybe he's not recognizable. He can keep his anonymity somehow. But I, I'd just be like, yo, dude, you don't need to go that far. Yeah, you know, telling people I they fake my that you know someone helped me fake my death because he spells it out. He's like, if they found out about me, they would come and get me, and you know, and he's totally right. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably like the plot of Captain America Four. He probably gets kidnapped and tortured. Well, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, is on that plot, on that on that exhibit is they say you know a group of African American uh, soldiers was taken. Uh, against their will and everything else. And I'm like, Jesus. Uh, did the government sign off on this? No like, shit. The government doesn't mind just, yeah, put it in the Smithsonian. We totally had a secret program and we held them against their will and then tried to kill them. Well, you know what? I was wondering if that statue was already made for somebody else and Sam's like, you know, fuck it, dude. Uh, we'll take that one. <laughs> dude, I, honestly, it didn't really look like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I actually got that right, though. Yeah. And you know how I got yeah. this right? Yeah. The trailer showed a scene in the daytime with Sam talking to Isaiah, and we never got it. So I put all the money on the table for that. Great call, and you know what? That's risky, because you know those trailers show a lot of cut shit. Yeah, and I said that, too. I was like, hey, they might have cut this. They might have cut it, but... You know, that was one of my predictions where I'm like, ah, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm going to go with it. And you, it just seems like they would uh, they would tie that up somehow. I, I, I even said yeah. in the prediction podcast, it's a lot of globetrotting going from New York back to Baltimore, taking him to uh, the Smithsonian, a lot of globetrotting. But yeah. it, it seemed like an MCU thing to do to kind of wrap that up and go back to, to his house. And, and it all kind of worked out. Um, my only issue was... Uh, was it, it was another it was another piece where it wasn't very efficient just because they went I, I, I understand why they did it all but they went and they talked to Isaiah he told them the, the summarized version of the story then we went back and we just got the same story again in more detail yeah like, the second visit I understand it was kind of important but the information that we got was kind of redundant we yeah. knew it all. Yep. And I even said going back to his house a third time would feel like beating a dead horse. I don't even know if you'd yeah. want to go back to his house because he's so angry. And he's he's pretty much told you exactly how he feels about shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it is good to see, you know, him and Sam have their time. But I, I just, you're right. Like, we went to his house three times in the series. And to me, that's just, there's a different you gotta find a different way. Yeah, no, and I, I agree with that. I I thought that they would probably go back though, uh, one because of that scene, and you know, just I figured that they would tie that up. But I didn't agree with that. I said that in the podcast, it'd be yeah. like beating a dead horse, and then going, yeah, going would just be like you know, Sam goes into his house again. It's like, dude, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you know, 
like I feel like him seeing Sam on the television and yeah. his son. Yep. I feel like so you can get reaction shots. Yep. And I agree. You can show, show the emotion on his face. Yep. And we know everything we need to know. Yep, I agree. And I did call that, by the way. I said that, uh, one, we would tie all this up and he would go back to his house. But I also said that there would be a shot where he is at home and he and he sees Sam on the television. So I kind of, I only got one point for that, obviously, but um, I kind of called both those. So, yep, yep. Yep, got that one. Um, all right, next question. Will Bucky come clean to Yori? And I got this one correct, too, because, yeah, man, like, that was the only thing Bucky had to fucking do. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's one of the like two or three things that has to happen. In yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I know you agree with me. I think Bucky was completely wasted. And like I said in our prediction cast, this show was about everything but Bucky. <laughs> they should have just called this the uh, the Falcon show because that's that's exactly what it was about. And that's what needed to happen. It needed to be about Falcon and, you know, going from Falcon to Cat. But, man, Bucky was just completely wasted, completely tacked on. But, yeah, that scene with Yori had to happen because, like, 110% it had to happen. I would have bet a million dollars. I would have bet all the money in my fucking wallet that that, that scene was going to happen. And uh, talking just about that scene, I wasn't a big fan of how that wrapped up. I think I think that scene is the worst scene in the show. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Because the reaction from Yuri, or whatever his name is, was un- not un- unbelievable. Hey, 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 real quick, real quick, Ryan, let's let's play a little game here. Can you uh, can you act out the scene? Sure. Action. Yeah. Okay. Say, hey, I got something to tell you. What is it? So, your son was murdered. Huh? <laughs> a soldier. And that was me. Why? <laughs> I had no choice. And scene. In scene. Like, like okay. Who, who, the, who the winter started. soldier? <laughs> exactly. It's like, who's the winter soldier? And the winter soldier was you? And it's like, like he finds out that his son, like, hey, I, your kid was murdered. My question is, it's like the question is like, what? 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 Oh, murdered? oh shit! When? By who? Why? Why? Like, and, and, and wouldn't you, uh, and wouldn't you try to like, I don't know, put yourself in a better light? Like, yeah, I was the Winter Soldier, and uh, you know they. Uh, <laughs> they brainwashed me and they made me into a killer. I don't know, like some some kind of conversation. I, I don't know, something you know, else. But you, dude, you I love it too. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, I do love how the scene starts too, where he goes, It's not Wednesday. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know it's not Wednesday. We you know we usually get sushi and, and, and drink, but um uh, yeah, I killed your son on the winter soldier. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! <laughs>
big selling point of the whole thing is just how broken Bucky is when he manages to utter the words, I have to tell you something. Yeah. And you get that same emotion from, I think, one of the best scenes in the show, yep. which is the Wakandan yep. uh, deprogramming scene. 100%. You give me that that acting, uh, that same scene, basically, that same emotion of him working up the gumption to start telling Yori what he did and sold. 100%. Yep. You cut and go to the next day and we're done. And it's super emotional and I don't need to see I don't, I don't need to see him confess. I know he did. Yeah. It's, ugh, Yeah, ugh, no, I agree with you. I thought that scene was trash. Terrible. I thought... It was, it was the worst way you could possibly do that. Yep, I, I agree. Completely, completely wasted. And again, I'm... I said this in the prediction cast as well, but I'm very curious to see where they go with Bucky because right now, he might be one of the most boring characters in the MCU next to Hawkeye. But guess what? I bet you when Hawkeye comes out, they're going to do such a great job with him because he's going to be, I think they're going to tap into Ronan. He's going to pretty much be, become the Punisher for a whole series. A Grizzled. While, yeah, yeah. He's going to become yeah. like a Winter Soldier type. You know, he's going to be a badass. And so now Hawkeye is going to be badass. And uh, Bucky's, Bucky's doing nothing. Like, I don't know. I think Bucky might be one of the most boring characters in the MCU at this point. Like the heroes. I mean, the heroes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you're totally, you know, I hadn't thought about it, you're totally right, Hawkeye, he has the same arc, he goes from a good guy to a bad guy, and then back to a good guy, Yeah. and, like, but Bucky, uh, yeah, I just, I wasn't satisfied with his arc, and something else I, re- I want to add real quick is they completely nerfed Bucky, too, didn't they, like, they completely oh, weakened yeah. him, like, he got his ass kicked through the entire episode, when we see him in and Winter Soldier, like, he's a fucking... He's, look, he's an ass kicker, dude. And just, just give... Yeah, he's the fucking Terminator. And give me a line, dude. Just give me that one line that says he has to hold back now. Because he's not that yeah. person. Or something. Oh, yeah, I'm afraid I'm afraid of what I'll become. Which, which totally is in line. You know, like, Zemo is like, are you ready to act like the Winter Soldier when they go to Madripoor? Yeah. You know, he's like, you're going to have to tap into something you haven't had to in a while. And Zemo's like, ooh, he's going to be evil. You know, so I get it. But and, and he does, back. though. And he does. He taps in there. He looks like he's in Winter Soldier form. But he can't even take fucking yeah. U.S. agent by himself. I, yeah, I know. He yeah. needed Falcon to to make the, the fight fair, it looked like, to me, when he yeah. should have been able to rip his ass. And you're to- and yeah, and you're totally right. It leaves this character like first just first of all, just to wrap that up, Bucky's arc in this show is really it's unfortunate because it's like it's good. He goes from like he's finally kinda healed. You can consider him basically totally healed. Like there's gonna always be a piece of Winter Soldier in him, that's what they said. But it's just like you accept that and you move on. It's basically saying you can't erase your past. But you can, you know, make a better future, whatever. His his arc at the end of the show is just exactly what it the trajectory he was on at the beginning of the show. He just finished his mission. Yeah. But it leaves it just leaves him in a place where it's like he's like now just this gimped version of Winter Soldier. It's like what do you do with this character to make him intriguing again? 
make it interesting. Yeah, you I know? have no idea. No idea. Because if, if he's only a badass when he's doing bad things, but he, you know, but he wants to be good now, then, well, fuck. That's why he has to be teamed with somebody. And he has to be given, he has to be given the green light to be a little badass. Yeah. You know, he has to be given the green light to be badass and not worry about it. And maybe that's where we leave him, where he's like, oh, I can totally whip ass and I don't have to worry about becoming a total psychopath. Yeah. We have to see it because we didn't see it in this show. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, next question was, uh, will Walker call himself or be called U.S. agent? And this is another question I got right. And you know, I uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I I assumed that someone else would call him that. I didn't think he would call himself that. So I was totally right. So you know, I thought the series would leave him in a more negative light, though, didn't you? I did, and I'm really glad that it didn't. I'm actually, if there's any, if there's any twist in the show that I'm happy for, happy about, or that I didn't necessarily see coming, it was leaving Walker in this really somewhat ambiguous moral light. I didn't expect that. Yeah. But, um, but I do, I, I do really like that they put him in a sympathetic light, like they put him in a sympathetic light at the beginning, like all the pressures, and then he goes out and then he fails, and look, he's definitely... He's definitely cocked and loaded. He's still not. He's. I think he's more bad than good. Um, in that he's just what he's willing to do to feel like he's doing what he thinks he needs to do. Like whatever. He's still volatile. He's still a volatile character. But that scene where he chooses to save the, you know, the the voter, the, the whoever they are, the GRC people, versus going after Carly was great. Yeah. And that's exactly what we need from him. Because there's always, he's not full on baddie, but you know he's going down a bad path because of the people that he's with, that he's working with. Yeah. Um, uh, so I just, I love it because all it means to me is I've got a character now who is a little bit unpredictable. I don't, I'm not sure if this person is going to be good or bad the next time we see him. And I love that. I really do think uh, it's something that we've been missing from the MCU. Like we see people maybe shift over time. You know what I'm saying? Like we have seen, uh, you know, I Scarlet Witch uh, started off bad in Age of Ultron. By the end of the movie, she was good. And now she's like, oh, I don't know where she's going to be. But we haven't had a character that is kind of like, you really aren't sure where they're going to stand. You know, uh, and I think hopefully that's where U.S. Agent's going to be, where sometimes he's going to be on your side and sometimes he's not. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that if that's what they do. Yeah, he was a, a highlight for me, and I'm glad he's in the MCU now. I thought he was fantastic. And I think probably a, a defining moment or the defining scene, def- defining image for me of this series was when he killed one of the flag smashers and he comes down with that shield and there's that look of pure just anger on his face it's just such a a, a great image and then the the shield is covered in blood such an iconic yeah. scene for the show yep yeah and just what he represents i mean rep- you know and, and just 
of someone who who has been who has been programmed to to do these actions and do what needs to be done and what he thinks and now granted that was just revenge that was 100 percent revenge but his whole the whole reason like and I, I love that they do this where he, he even knows like the reason i have these medals of honor is because i was willing to do horrible things yeah you know he's like i had to do these terrible things but and he's i, I just so I love about the character like he doesn't actually love the fact that he has these metals of because he knows the terrible things that he did. But when he's pushed, he'll do these terrible things. And in the moment, at least, he really doesn't. He feels justified. He's like, this is the job. This is what I got to do. It's fucking great. He's going to be great. I hope, I hope he's around for a while because I think he's great. Yeah, they need to sign him for a long contract. All right, next question, is Sharon Carter the power broker? So I got this one wrong. I said no, because I thought they were going to swerve us with her. I thought maybe she was a good guy. Maybe she was uh, working in the shadows, something. And I hate that I got this wrong. I absolutely hate that Sharon is the power broker. It's such a stupid twist. It seems like something the CW would do, like in an episode of Green Arrow. You know, Sharon Carter is the power broker. You know, it just it's it's so stupid. I, I hope that she's not the connecting factor of all these shows, or that she's like an, a a big villain, a villainous threat in Captain America four. But anyway, I, I thought Sharon as the power broker was complete dog shit. What did you think? I I agree. I'm I'm I got it right. First of all, I got it right. I okay. That she is a power broker, but I didn't think she was working alone. I actually thought that she would be like she's the power broker but that maybe the power broker is a name that's not necessarily one person i figured that she had a partner or something yeah i, I, I could have went with that working for somebody but that she would be working with somebody yeah and maybe she is we don't know that for sure but from what they gave us she works alone and just has a lot of buyers yeah, I was expecting a swerve though. I didn't think they were gonna do that, but I just—it wasn't interesting to me in in no. in the slightest. I, I agree. I like look. I like the idea of a good character turning bad. That's interesting. Sharon turning heel—that doesn't necessarily bother me. But did Sharon not? Sharon—they have a lot to prove to me that Sharon is capable of this sort of thing because she's always been. She's always seemed like a capable S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, but she's never seemed like an exceptional S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Yeah. I've, I've never seen anything that suggests to me that, oh, yeah, she could be a real power player. And this show just told me that she was. But, like, I don't know her journey, and she has a lot to prove as far as being a villain goes. Yeah, and I don't think she's a great actress to begin with. I don't either. Yeah. All right, next question. Will the Flag Smashers prevent the GRC from passing the Patch Act? And I said yes, that it would be delayed or stopped, so I got this one right. Do you think they'll pick up that story beat in Captain America 4? I No, I hope not. Honestly, the Flag Smashers, I, I didn't find them that interesting, and frankly, I, they, their whole side of this was confusing to me. Yeah, me too. I didn't, I didn't, I really, I really didn't understand, like, I understood on a basic level, but, like, the minutia 
of every, not the minutiae, the, like the details, the logic, none of it really rang with me. Did you get that point right? Sorry, say again? Did you get that point correct? Oh, I, I gave it to myself. I gave it to myself, but it's debatable because I said that, well, I don't know. I don't know. This, maybe this is why I now have nine instead of eight. Because <laughs> I basically said that the act won't pass. But I didn't think that the... I didn't think... Oh, no, I got this right. I said the act won't pass, but I don't think it's because it's of the Flag Smashers exclusively. Okay. Like, I, and, and because it wasn't. At the end of the day... There was a... Yeah. ...convinced them not to do it. Yeah. It wasn't the Flag Smashers. The Flag Smashers didn't fulfill their mission, and that's why it didn't pass. It was delayed. They even said that. Like, the Flag Smashers delayed us, but they won't stop us. And then Sam talked them out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I got that one right as well. And then, next question was, would Batrock die? I said no, and I was really kind of surprised they killed him. But uh, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, it's not a deal breaker for me. I'm, I'm cool with it. It's it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I also, I, I got this wrong. I said that he wouldn't die um, because I didn't want him to. Yeah. Um, I wasn't shocked that he did. But, uh, you know, I, at the end of the day, I, I do think it would have been fun to just have him kind of showing up yeah. all the time. But, but, they, I, it, honestly, it should have been kind of clear to me. I, granted, I wouldn't have known this for last episode, but... You know, to have him, to bring him back twice in the same show, uh, just as a hired gun. Yeah. Basically, like, it, and that's exactly what he did before. You know, Nick Fury hired him in, in, in uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, it's, it, it's, you can expound on, expand on him, but he's just a gun for hire. And at the end of the day, like, we don't really need it. Like, get rid of him and get us someone else, I guess, that's more interesting to play with. But yeah. I wish you didn't die. It would have been fun, but I don't really care. Yeah, right there with you. All right, um, I'm going to skip past a couple bonus questions here because we're going a little long, but I do want to bring yeah. this one up. I asked Seth if Carly would die, and this question was one of the only bonus questions I got right. I said she would die, all right? Carly and the Flag Smashers were so fucking boring. I, I didn't even care. I said she would die, but I didn't care. Probably the most boring antagonist out of the entire MCU right now. I just didn't care. Oh, yeah. I didn't feel yeah. anything for Carly and the Flag Smashers. Like, you, you brought it up already, but they were not compelling. Their whole story just pooped out, man. I just, by the finale, dude, I just didn't even care. Power Broker sucked as well so like all of the antagonists well except for Zemo Zemo was fucking amazing but um yeah the power broker and the flag smashers and Carly just I did not give a shit yeah yeah and and I I don't know this but my guess is that in this big six hour runtime, I'll bet you the most time that's wasted is with the flag smashers yeah. Like, yep. we don't we don't learn the only the only thing about the flag smashers that that changes throughout the series the only growth or, or arc that the flag smashers have is Carly becoming more and more willing to 
history. Yeah. Um, and that's the only arch, it's the only thing that she has, and the, and as an organization, is the Flag Smashers, as a group, it, it's good that they kind of make them sympathetic, and that's the other thing, you know, I, it's, it bothered me so much, I'm like, oh, we have these super soldiers that don't seem like they're all that formidable, but they also aren't killers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're strong, but they don't, they don't try to kill people. They're trying to get resources and trying to send a message. Carly keeps pushing it further and further. Okay, got it. Yeah, that's that's why I use the word antagonist instead of just a clear-cut villain. But all the antagonists, with the exception of Zemo, just, I thought was lame. Well, yeah, that's the thing. They just, they, like, we go to Carly, and we spend time with Carly and the Flag Smashers, and I would just hear them say the same thing. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, it's funny, because I even don't. It took me a long time to just figure out what their deal was. I'm like, oh, okay, so the blip happened. People basically consolidated, you know, to to help rebuild, and people crossed over into other countries to to find a place to go and to rebuild. And now, and actually, <laughs> my fiance brought this up, and I and she was like, "Oh yeah, you're totally right." She's like, "So when everybody comes back, okay, why is there a big why is there a big push to get the people that were here out?" So the new people that came back can come back in. It's like, I I I get it, but it seems like the people that were here for the five years, like even the governments would be like, I get it, but we need to figure out what to do with the people that came back, not yeah. what to do with the people that are already here. Because they've been through the shit. Yeah. You know? It's like, I get it, it's not fair, but five years passed, this is the way the world is now. We need to figure it all out. So it's just... I don't know, but, but either way, either way, the Flag Smashers were lame. They fit in thematically, I guess, but they were boring. Yeah, Carly and the Flag Smashers, man, what a shitty band. Carly and and Carly, that's the thing. I, Carly could have been really interesting, and they tried to make her. You know, they tried to to you know. I, it is a thing where you have someone who who has the right idea and just keeps getting pushed by anger and everything yeah. else. You know, she kind of parallels John Walker. She parallels, you know, I, I get it, but it doesn't matter when your character just she's she's not interesting to watch. And again, we spent six hours of her just every scene with her just saying the same shit, yeah, over and over and over and over again. And I'm like, dude, we could have cut an hour off the show. Yeah, no shit. So, it, you didn't have this bonus seriously. question, but would you have predicted her death? Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, the next question, we'll run through it real quick, but uh, will Joaquin Torres become the Falcon? And that was another fail for me. I said he wouldn't show up. You know, with the wings, he wouldn't be Falcon. But I said that they would allude to him becoming the Falcon, so I missed that point. But I am super glad that he that they didn't allude to him becoming the costume sidekick. I, ho- I hope he just stays the eyes and ears on the ground. I, I agree. I hope he doesn't go away. I hope Sam and him stay in contact. Um, he made a great, you know, yeah, he made a great little right-hand man for Sam. Uh, and he still has the wings, and I think the last shot is has he has the wings, and he's, like, tinkering with them. You can barely see him, but whatever. So whatever. He can become a Falcon, but I also said that he would not become the new Falcon in this show. And I'm glad he didn't. It's more shit that we just didn't need. Yep, I agree 100%. So, and then I'm going to skip past the next couple bonus questions. 
And sure. let's see. Let's get past that one. All right, so the last question before wild cards was would Contessa show up again? And I said yeah, so I got that one right as well. And I think that they had to end with her and U.S. agent. It, it just made sense. You're not going to wait for a year or two years and then bring that thread back up. You have to put them together. So I got that one correct. Yeah. What did you say? Yeah, I got it right also. Yeah, I, I, yeah. it was kind of like that was, an, that was a really easy one. I'm like, you don't get Julia Louis-Dreyfus and literally do the one the one cameo. Like you could, but her one cameo wasn't, it didn't finalize anything. It yeah. You know what I'm saying? She didn't come out and make her final statement. Like, okay, it's clear that I'm not around anymore. You yep. know? So yep. Like, yeah, we'll see her again. Yep, 110%. I was very uh, confident about that as well. Um, all right, did you have any wild cards? You did, because you got fucked by one, I right? Did. I did. And dude, you know what? I feel, I feel like Marvel's just trying to piss me off, because <laughs> my... My WandaVision, one of the ones that I was like, I would have bet my left nut on was seeing Doctor Strange. Yeah, for sure. At the end of that show, and it didn't happen. And a whole lot of people, same thing. This one, I had similar. I said that we'll see General Ross it, it, by the end of this series. Yep. And I would have bet my right nut that that would have worked. Yep. And nope. <sighs> yeah, I would have loved to have seen General Ross. I think that would have been amazing. Yes. Yep. So you got that one wrong. So negative point yep. for wild cards. Wild cards are tricky, man. Yeah, they are. So check this out. I got fucked as well. I had one wild card, and I said that we would get a mid-credit scene with Zemo on the raft. Yeah. I got that right, but it wasn't an end-credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, Did you count that against yourself? yeah, because it wasn't a mid credit. It was a, it was at the, it was at the end. And my yeah, wild card, I was very specific. I said mid credit. Yeah. So okay. negative point. And it just, okay. dude, that would have been a great in credit scene, right? With him in the raft and you bring the Thunderbolts in or general, not the Thunderbolts, but you bring general Ross in or you drop that name. Ah. Mm-hmm. Because there were so many theories about Thunderbolt showing up and General Ross. And again, it was like, that was the Doctor Strange of this series, for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. But nope, just Zemo taking a shit on the raft, reading a book. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, we didn't get to talk about Zemo. Uh, Just real quick, I don't think we need to say anything else, but fucking Zemo Daniel Bruhl. Is that his name? That's that's his last name, right? Bruhl? Daniel Bruhl, yeah. He's fucking amazing, and I'm glad he's in the MCU. Uh, going forward, it looks, as a major player, and that's a smart yep. move by the MCU because he fucking killed it this series. Yes. I, yeah, no, I totally agree. He was a, he was a highlight. Um, in, the, in the end, as far as characters go, I feel like you could have dropped a lot of characters in to fill his role. Yeah. I, don't, I still don't see why... It had to be Zemo. They gave they gave a, an explanation, but it's kind of flimsy. But but I'm so glad that he's around because uh, he's so much fun to watch. Way more, he's more entertaining in this than he ever was in Civil War. Yeah, 
I did think the first time they put the mask on him was completely wasted. He just puts it on and then takes it right back off. It was like a money shot for the MCU, but it made no fucking sense. Yeah, I really, I really hated that. I really hated that, actually. Uh, I mean, I hated it like it was like a ruined thing for me. But I thought if you're gonna if you're gonna do this little tracking, this like this zoom in shot of the 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 mask and him like, oh, I should grab this mask. It's like it seems like it's important to him, but we don't know why. Yeah. It, other than it just felt like fan service and fan service. Yep. Especially in the MCU. It just, it really, it doesn't, it can really miss the mark. That one missed and the mark was, completely. Yeah, that one missed the mark without an explanation. Yeah. Give me a reason why that mask is important to him, and we're okay. But it didn't. It was just like, hey guys, you know the purple mask? Check it out. Which is how I feel about Falcon's suit. Yeah. The suit looks kind of dumb. It's not practical at all. But it's like, hey guys, comic accurate. Yep. <laughs> okay, yep. so the fuck what? So it looks like we both agree with Zemo, and we both got fucked by wild cards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, so that's all the scorecard uh, questions. You beat me by what? One. One point, right? Yeah, just barely. Yeah, everybody fucking beat me this time. <laughs> all right, anything else you want to add about the finale? Uh, about the finale, I just... Um, I, I, I really think that the finale... Could have been a little, could have been a little tighter. It didn't yeah. need to be shorter. Just needed to be tighter. Sam's speech didn't need to be that long. Um, I understand. Like, I, I think they could have done a better mid-credit sequence. And, um, and you know, unfortunately, I think that the, I think the action took a step back. The first two episodes, yeah, had spectacular action, and it was really good. And they said some good fight scenes throughout the show. And I really think a lot of it came down to the shot selection and the, the, the lighting and like it was hard to see some of the stuff and I, I don't know I think I think there were some unfortunate choices this last episode um, that just diminished it uh, because I think for the rest of the show a lot of the stuff was good um, but yeah I just I was I was very underwhelmed by the finale yeah I agree and just to kind of uh, sum up my thoughts as well, I liked the series overall a lot. I really did. I thought it was a, a really fun series. I looked forward to watching it every single Friday. And I think that's yeah. the most you can ask from a show. But very, very lukewarm on the finale as well. I think it's another win for Disney+. Plus. I think Marvel needs to work on their finales, cliffhangers, and in credit scenes for their series. Give us some surprises. Leave us hyped because, man really missing out on some opportunities to set some stuff up with a, with a, with a simple stinger, you know? Well, here's the thing. I, I think, I think that they chose the Sharon Carter stinger, um, because I, first of all, I think she's, I think she's directly tied to armor wars. I think that's how all this tech gets in the wrong hands. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, but I, you know, it, it's been pretty much a tradition that the stingers set, are set up for something else. And so we all thought that the stinger would be set up for Thunderbolts, but I think in this case it's more set up for Armor Wars. And, and, that's, and that's completely fine, completely fine, but a good stinger, in my opinion, is give us a, uh, a voice on the other end of that phone. 
Yeah, yes, exactly. No, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It didn't go far enough. It was a scene that felt like it would have just been in the been in the show. Yeah. I didn't give you know a shit before, saying? and I still don't give a shit <laughs> about her. And I hope yeah. she doesn't become a, a running character, you know, through, like, you know, in, into uh, where she goes into Armor Wars. Because I don't give a shit at this point. It's going to take a lot for me to give a shit because I think her character and her heel turn seems forced just to give her something to it do does. in the MCU. It does. And it's, it's very, it's not well explained at all. No. Like, I get it. It's like, basically, hey, everyone came back and they forgave everybody, but they didn't forgive old Sharon Carter. And I'm like, okay, why? Yeah. Like, what, what the fuck? And I think, I think the reason, I think the actual reason is, oh wait, cause she got, why do I feel like she got blipped? I feel like her I think face she, was on the... Yeah, I know. I think she did get blipped, yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. The timeline of the show don't make no sense. A whole lot of shit happened. Well, yeah, because like, if she come, if she like, did get... supposedly six months. Six months after the blip. So in six months... She did all this. starting to get placed, and there's a whole movement. The Flag Smashers all must... Like, they have to organize and become a thing in six months. Sharon Carter has to turn heel and become a major art dealer and weapons dealer. What the fuck? Yeah, I thought it was a missed opportunity for her not to, uh, maybe to fake her blip. Mm-hmm. And she never got blipped. That's a great way to go off the radar, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, and, and, and honestly, maybe. I, uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's a lot there's a lot of explaining to do, but as we're as it's presented right now, her heel turn is like a complete 180, and I wish, and again, this is a show that has too many threads, too much stuff going on, yep. and too much redundant information, because if we're going to do the Sharon Carter thing, you got to spend some time with Sharon Carter. Yep. Yep, and, and, and Bucky again, Bucky sucked, and Zemo was awesome, and Agent Walker was amazing. And it was great to see the suit, even though the suit needs tweaked. <laughs> All right. So overall, though, I think Marvel has two really great shows in the can. And just to think, Ryan, this is only the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, what's your, can I ask you this? Yeah. What's your, if, you were to, if you were to score either on a number scale or an you know, ABC fail, Whatever. What would what would you score this show, this series as a whole? That's a really good question because this series has some really high highs and yeah. some really low lows. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah. I think a three is fair. Almost a three point five because there's some really good things, some really some things that I really like. But I'm gonna go with a three right now. Yeah, I think that's where I'd say, I'd say, I'd say, I think I'd probably land on a three. I'm a little more, I'm a little bit more uh, lukewarm. The, I didn't think that the finale was, was really bad, but I also don't think the show as a whole was as good as, um, was super great. But that said, it was fun to watch it week to week. There's a lot of good high points. Yeah. It's an okay show. And I think what stops it from being a 3.5 for me is... The, kind of the rest of the stuff. All those high <laughs> yeah, points yeah. never really flesh out. Uh, to me, the whole show never really came together and felt like I was being told a story. I felt like I was being told kind of three stories. And also, my biggest, my other biggest thing is that I was sold that this was a buddy cop show. Yeah. 
And it wasn't. That never, that rarely happened. And when it did happen, it fell out of place. Yeah, I agree. The show's too serious, too somber. And it felt forced when they tried to make them frenemies because they work way better as just friends and allies. Yeah. So, and, and I am excited you know, to see... I'm excited to see where all this is going to go when talking about the future of the MCU. And yeah. and up next, dude, in a few weeks, three three weeks, I think, three weeks this Friday, I think, three to four weeks is Loki, bro. Oh, man. I'm so excited. For I'm this. so excited. Oh, my God. That's going to be... And it's, it's funny. I wasn't, I wasn't excited for Loki. When it was announced, I was like, oh, okay, Loki, fine, whatever. Because I've never cared about Loki. But man, this that shit looks great. It prepare yourself though. It looks like another WandaVision mystery box theory crafting. It, it could uh, really get us uh, excited and then kind of let down like WandaVision at the end. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but you know what? I'll tell you what. For for what it's worth, if I have to choose between two evils, okay, I'd rather have a WandaVision that is so engaging and then flops at the end. And something that's met all the way through. Yeah. So. Yeah, I take yeah. WandaVision over Falcon the Winter Soldier for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. Let's close this mother down. Ryan, where can Video Land find you? Man, I mean, I'm just wandering. I'm just wandering the internet, brother. So, <laughs> but you find me on Facebook. All right, you can find me on adventuresinvideoland.com. I'm on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, Excelsior.